1: Guys, it is the Sauce God live here on the Built in Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Here with the sit-down presented by Duff's Famous Wings. And if you're just now tuning in, hit that like and share for me. Join in on the comments section. If you're watching on Twitter right now, do me a favor, please, and thank you. Hit that retweet button. Then... Come on over to the YouTube channel, subscribe to us, and then join in on the comments because for some reason, Twitter won't well, let you comment on my video. And who wants to comment on anything in the sit-down? Tons of people out there in Bill's Mafia. Of course, this is the sit-down here, live on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hosted by myself, which you can follow me on Twitter, at Buffalo God. Usually I'm here with my co-host, Mafia Montage, but yesterday was his birthday. So first and foremost, shout out to Mafia Montage. Happy birthday, my friend. And of course, my brother in the Bills, Mafia. And if you guys get a chance, check him out on Twitter, at Mafia Montage. And do yourself a favor, say what's up to him, because that guy studies Bills content nonstop. He's looking at the draft process. He's got a lot going on. He's also live with Peter DiBiase here on the Built in Buffalo Network with the Buffalo Blitz show as well. So here we go, guys. Let's kick off this introduction. You are live here in the sit down. Welcome into the sit down here live on the built at Buffalo networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Of course, I'm the sauce. God at Buffalo sauce. God on Twitter. I've also got a Facebook page. You can check me out. And if you guys are out there in the comments, get those comments flowing. It is just me tonight. So does that mean I got nothing to talk about? Hell no, it doesn't. Of course, I got tons to talk about. The bills have been active in free agency, adding a running back from a former AFC East rival. And of course, of course, there's a lot of rumors circulating about D-Hop, right? And Ed Oliver and all that and much more here live in the sit-down. So if you're just now tuning in, hit that, hit that like and share button. Hit that retweet button. Come on over to the YouTube channel so you can join in on the comments. And if you're not already doing so, guys, do us a favor. Hit that like for Facebook. Hit that follow on Twitter and also for Instagram as well. And also subscribe to us on YouTube because not only do we have the sit-down, we also have the audio podcast version of this show available the next day. And also... Much more Bills content consistently 24-7 here coming from the Built in Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok as well. I should shout out to them. So if you guys are out there watching, get those comments flowing. Let's get down to it because we are live here in the sit-down. The first thing, first, we do this every week, right? It's 165 days until the beginning of the NFL regular season, and it does feel like it is taking forever, right? The Buffalo Bills had the opening game last year, And that was in L.A. against the former defending champions of the NFL in the L.A. Rams, right? But what a magical night that was. So, of course, it gets me hyped thinking about the possibility of maybe the Bills opening it up again to start the season. I'm not sure. We'll have to just find out, right? But we've got, again, 165 days. That's less than Half a year at this point, guys, it feels like we're finally starting to get to it, especially with the draft up and coming and especially with free agency going on. And with all the rumors that are circulating around the Buffalo Bills right now and superstar receiver out of Arizona, DeAndre Hopkins, the Buffalo Bills are buzzing. So we are live here in the sit down presented by Duff's Famous Wings. Let's see who we got here to start us off with the comments. Mama Montage, always tuning in. Appreciate you, Mama Montage. Nancy, your son's birthday yesterday. Again, guys, shout out to Mafia Montage. At Mafia Montage on Twitter, it was his birthday yesterday. The guy's like, I can't even tell you how old, right? He looks so super young, that little guy, right? That little guy, but hey, he's a stud on camera. So shout out to Mafia Montage. Let's get to it. Uh, Guys, if you have questions out there and you're watching, especially those of you that are on YouTube, Super Chat is prioritized. So if you send in a chat with Super Chat, I'm going to see that right away, and boom, I'm going to bring that up. If you have questions or comments or anything that you want seen, as long as it is not hateful, that can come on out. So the Bills sign, former Patriots running back Damian Harris, and we're going to grade the signing, and I'm curious as to what you guys out there watching also think about this signing. Damian Harris played good football with the New England Patriots. I think that Ramondre Stevenson kind of took over that role of primary running back, and when you don't have a good quarterback and you got Mac. Fat Boy Jones playing quarterback for you, right? That is when you don't get the reps that maybe you should have seen. And maybe he didn't find himself fitting into Matt Patricia's offense. You know, I'm throwing a little subtle dig there, of course, because Matt Patricia was a former defensive coordinator, then calling plays for New England's offense. So maybe Damian Harris was the victim of misusage, or maybe he was the victim of a poor system. And it makes me wonder, right, because we've seen the tape, we've seen how he's played against the Bills, and we've seen the comments that he has said about the Bills. I like the way that he was getting involved with Bills Mafia on Twitter, right? I like the signing just because of aspects like that. It goes beyond what you do on the football field. How do you mesh with the fans? How do you mesh with the organization? How do you mess with the current chemistry that exists in the locker room at one Bills drive? So I like the way that he is seeming to already fit in. Um, I like what he said about how he would always want to go his hardest against us because of that competitive nature when you're playing against your division rival, right? That's how we feel when we play against the Patriots. That's how guys like Brian Fitzpatrick felt when he played against Tom Brady, right? That's how I feel too. I get a little bit more revved up for those games, and I think that I cherish those wins a hell of a lot more, and that's why I can understand a guy like Damian Harris's mentality and how he says that just making them want to be more, more competitive and at his best. So he thinks that coming to Buffalo is going to bring out a new element to his game, And I agree. It's an offense that just lost Devin Singletary, and we're going to discuss that here momentarily as well. But they lost Devin Singletary. They're now trusting James Cook, who didn't exactly start his rookie season off beautifully, right, fumbling the football. He made his mistakes, but that's okay because he responded from those mistakes, and now that's why we feel comfortable with him being the guy that's on a rookie running back contract because signing Devin Singletary wasn't guaranteed to be like a one-year deal. You know what I mean? I – I think that Devin Singletary would have probably wanted more years from the Bills to be considered as part of the future going forward, not just a temporary one-year thing, right? But going to a new team, it's a different situation. But I think that Damian Harris will fit in very well. We're keeping Naeem Hines. He restructured his contract so that he could stay in Buffalo. And I still see Naheem Hines being a big part of the return game. But I do see Damian Harris as a nice physical running back for those fourth-and-one situations Goal line situations, a little bit of something to take away from the pressure that exists with Josh Allen at quarterback. When we're down there and it's fourth and goal, I think everybody in the world expects Josh to take that football and probably just try to punch it right into the end zone, right? But now we have a guy that can legitimately do that for him, and that's what we want to do. As much as we know Josh Allen is truly the a top five quarterback in the NFL, no debate from anybody. I I would hope not, right? And he can do everything, but sometimes we ask a little bit too much. Sometimes we need to let the guy rely on some other people. And that's what Devin Singletary did very well in multiple years with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, I'm talking back to even 2020, the playoff game against the Ravens. Josh and Stephon, there was nothing going. There was no passing game going. The Ravens had a stout defense, but Devin Singletary took his carries. He took his his reps and he made the best of them. And he ultimately made the game a little bit more simple for Josh. That's what I think Damian Harris is going to do a little bit more of, and it's going to take a little bit of the pressure off of James Cook, where we don't need him to carry the ball 25, 30 times in a game. But I'm seeing James Cook getting a nice 13 to 18 carries a game, maybe 20 if he's got the hot hand, right? And I see Damian Harris kind of coming in for like a 7 to maybe 10 carries a game, if that is the way that we use them in this offense, and if we run the football that much under Ken Dorsey going into year two, right? I just think that Damian Harris – Great signing, low. I mean, his cap hit, I think, is $1.71 million. You can't beat that. That's nothing. That's taking a veteran's minimum on a, a chance to go win it with a team and maybe prove it to either the Buffalo Bills or another team via free agency next year that he could command a bigger contract. I overall think that the Damian Harris signing is an A- minus for the Bills just because it's not like anybody that exactly solves what Bills Mafia thinks is the the running problem, you know, the running back problem that exists at one Bills drive. I think that he is a signing that is underrated, low cap hit. You can't really be upset with it from the financial standpoint. And I think that we're all seeing that his primary role is probably going to be that big body in those situations. But if you could just now again, welcome into the sit down here live on the Built to Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, presented by Duff's Famous Wings, hosted by myself at Buffalo sauce got on Twitter and we've got Roy Collins coming in as always. Roy. Good to see you. My friend Harris has dealt with some injuries, but we got him pretty cheap. So I'll give it a B plus. And that I can understand that because it's not like it's a, a splash signing. It's not anybody that we expect to necessarily come in and run for 10 touchdowns this season. Maybe, but, He's a guy that can contribute and he can take those few reps that we have available for him because this is a running, this is not a running offense. This is a passing offense. This is an air raid type of offense that we're expecting to see. So I I really like what he is going to bring to this Bills team and for how cheap it really is. And also too, I like this comment here. Thanks for the live talk on the Bills. As always, I appreciate you very much. We are here live on the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every Saturday night for the time being at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But also, we've got other live shows and podcasts and tons more content, especially with up-to-date free agency news for the Bills right here with the Built in Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, TikTok as well for all you guys out there that like to watch shorts. And you'll see a clip from this show tomorrow, uh, usually a little segment of what we have later coming in the show called Getting Saucy Sponsored by Duff's, and that's usually something that can give you a link to this uh, show, whether it be via the full video show or the audio podcast. Of course, this is the sit down here on the Built the Buffalo uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So here's the one I wanted to talk about next, guys. Devin Singletary signs with the Texans. He gets a one-year deal. Will we miss motor? And this is all I'm going to say. Take a little sip of my Coca-Cola. I personally am going to miss his production, and I'm going to miss his attitude, and I'm going to miss the way that he meshed into this offense, right? And I'll explain that. Hmm. That That's sugar-free stuff. Not too bad. All right, so Devin Singletary, he meshed well with this offense. He took the carries that we gave him. He made use of them. At times, he could kind of take over the game a little bit, especially a little bit of last season when James Cook would start getting going. Devin Singletary would have to follow it up immediately after and get it going, right? So I thought that he always took what we gave him. And for the most part, he made use of it. He didn't seem to ever derail games, in my opinion. I don't think that Devin Singletary's lack of production or, you know, I don't think that he was ever any reason for our loss. I don't think that we ever necessarily tried to utilize him as a primary running back one. He was kind of like a a RB1B, maybe you could call it, because he wasn't really carrying You know, your 20 to 30 carries a game like Derrick Henry. That's not what Devin Singletary was for us, but he was productive with us. He has signed a one-year deal with the Houston Texans. So I want to say, you know, good luck to you, Devin Singletary, uh, a.k.a. Motor. Appreciate you for all your time here with Bill's Mafia and appreciate for what you've done uh, since being a rookie here and being drafted here. You know, in 2019, we didn't have much. Uh, We did actually have a decent passing offense building with John Brown and Cole Beasley in that first year together with Josh Allen, so... Uh, but but Devin Singletary, I remember he had a couple of really big games. I was at one of them against the at the time the Washington football team. Um, and and here comes Roy. We better not miss the production of Singletary. James Cook should be an upgrade, but time will tell. And Roy, I agree with that statement. I think paired up with you know the the other two in Damien Harris now in Naheem Hines, I think that that's very valid. I think James Cook has got so much upside and. We don't even realize it necessarily because of what we saw for him to start his career when he fumbles the football, you know, to to begin the career. I don't buy into all that. I always buy into how do you respond from situations, how do you respond to adversity. So I think that James Cook has just so much more upside than we we probably realize here in Bill's Mafia, and that's okay Uh, because, yeah, it is yet to be seen, and we have seen hints of it. We just need it at a consistent level now, and that is our, you know, upgrade at the running back position along with Damien Harris. So it makes me wonder, though, are we going to sign another running back? Are we going to try to trade for a running back? Are we going to draft a running back? Or are we okay at that position? I'm curious as to what you guys think as well. Keep it going in the comments. But for the time being, Devin Singletary signing with the Texans. Yes, we will miss Motor because he was no cancer to this locker room. He meshed well with the culture that exists at One Bill's Drive and as I said before, he took the situations and reps that we gave him, and I truly believe that he made the best of it. So the next thing that we're going to talk about here, too, just momentarily, the rumor mill, with DeAndre Hopkins being linked to the Buffalo Bills, and if there is actually any truth to it, I'm going to discuss all that. But we are live here in the sit-down on the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, presented by Dove's Famous Wings here with the Sauce God, and we are just starting to get it going. We got Roy coming back here saying, but I still want Singletary to succeed. He seemed like a very humble, down-to-earth kind of guy. And that's what I liked about him. He was here when Frank Gore was uh, you know, Frank Gore was running back for us, right? And what a better guy to kind of learn the game from than Frank Gore, who is probably the most humble of them all, is a true football player. The guy wears old-school cleats. The guy's played for however many franchises, but he's been consistent. And he just loves football. He's just a simple guy. It ain't about money for him, right? So Devin Sing will get Terry got a chance to really learn from him being his backup in his rookie season. Um, and like I said, you know, I expect that he is going to do some good things for Houston. I think that Houston is trying to develop something down there. They've got a lot of question marks. Maybe they're going to make a, uh, a, a possible grab in the draft for a quarterback. This is a quarterback-heavy draft, and a lot of people are currently talking about that as well. We're going to move on to this next one. Because this one is one that I I really have my own take on this whole situation. And that's because Bill's Mafia, I understand that people don't necessarily think that this, this rumor could work, but it very well could. DeAndre Hopkins has been linked to the Buffalo Bills. And yes, I want to tell you, Bill's Mafia, that I fully believe, and I'm going to say it right here and go on record and say it, that I believe there is truth to it. I believe that I I don't read into the social media stuff where he's posting the Buffalo soldier, the he's just showing a, a small video of his dreads as it's typing up the Bob Marley song. He was a Buffalo soldier. It, I don't read into that, but I do read into what Stevie Johnson was saying on Twitter. Stevie Johnson was interacting with fans a little bit saying, Oh, I, you know, I text him. He's on the way now. I don't necessarily read into that either. I just want to throw a little joke. Shout out to Stevie Johnson, of course. Not so serious. Uh, but I want to say that I believe that there's truth to it because it could happen. He is, from what I saw on the Pat McAfee show, Adam Pac-Man Jones was on. I don't know if he's a regular on there or if he's like a you know co-host, analyst, whatever. But he was on there with Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawkins talking about, um, for him, it's most important what, the, what is most important is winning. He's got two years, I believe, remaining on his deal. He's willing to be flexible with the correct team. So he does have a little bit of leverage when it comes to um, the idea of being traded to another team. He could be unwilling to negotiate or be flexible or restructure a contract with his next team should he not want to land there as his destination. But then again, if it's a team like the Buffalo Bills, why not? You're going to have a chance to play with Josh Allen, a top five quarterback in this league. You're going to also get a chance to play alongside Stephon Diggs, who is a top five receiver in this league with the defense that they currently have and the roster they currently have and what they've already been brewing. And if they can find a way to, you know, negotiate around and restructure that contract, I'm sure that Brandon Bean is a guy that can find a way to get it done. So I fully believe that there is some truth to it. I just don't see why not. Now, as I said, on the Pat McAfee show, Adam Pacman Jones said that it's most important to him to win so he would be willing to restructure. Now, this tweet was liked by DeAndre Hopkins. That's something I read into because that player would would, would probably not respond to that in any format, whether it's responding with his own reply or whether it's you know reacting to it via liking it or whatever or retweeting. They probably wouldn't do that unless there was actually some truth to what was being said. So I think that DeAndre Hopkins to the Buffalo Bills, it could happen. I I know everybody's saying, you know, why? Well, if it's going to happen, why hasn't it happened yet? Because it's not necessarily a trade that probably has. What I think happened is this. I think that the, the Cardinals knew that we were becoming very high on trading for DeAndre Hopkins. And at that point, they tried to up the price. At first, it was said to be that they wanted like a second round pick and a player. Then it was said to be that they wanted a third-round pick, but I fully believe that there could be a trade in the works, where Ed Oliver is going to be moved to the Arizona Cardinals in exchange for DeAndre Hopkins, and we may send a third-round pick, maybe a fourth-round. I'm not too sure. I'm curious as to what you guys out there watching in the sit-down right now have to think about DeAndre Hopkins being linked to the Bills. If there's any truth to it, do you want it to happen? Do you not want it to happen? Uh, Just give me me whatever you guys got. Let's see what we got here coming in the comments so far. Okay. I'm sure that Bean is working hard on getting D-hop, but my gut's telling me the new GM in Arizona may not want to pay part of that contract. I can understand that. And the thing is, Roy, I don't think any of us would. Now... As I said before, too, with DeAndre Hopkins, he does have leverage. The other four teams I believe that were possibly in on him were Atlanta, uh, Baltimore, New England, which I don't know about them. And then I I can't remember who the other one was necessarily, but I know that there were five teams supposedly really in on D-Hop, and I know the Bills were definitely one of them. And it's definitely a, a landing point that, It's a destination that is very attractive to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins and what he is, you know, in the NFL. We would have two potentially top five receivers playing alongside Josh Allen. You tell me that that offense – yeah, and and, and the Chiefs, I don't know if it's really – the Chiefs are said to be the other one. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate that very much. But I think that there's going to be a way that the Bills can – negotiate how much they're going to pay, how much the Cardinals are going to pay. We'll definitely have to see, but this could be something that gets closer. Uh, This, this could get done closer to I'd say more towards the draft. Um, The draft coming in April, it's not that far away guys. We're already at the end of March. It's March 25th. You know what I mean? We could see this happen closer to the draft. Um, Ultimately, I still think that this is a trade that could very well get done. I believe that there's a lot of truth to it. But I do believe that there are other possibilities as well. From what I've heard, though, the Buffalo Bills have not checked in on um, Jerry Judy. There's no real trade in the works as far as going to Denver and getting Jerry Judy. Um, And I don't necessarily see the reason for Denver to do such a thing when they're trying to find a way to get it going with Russell Wilson somehow. So I don't know if there's really much truth to the Jerry Judy rumors uh, to Buffalo. I think that Stevie Johnson was kind of blowing smoke up our ass a little bit with that one. Again, shout-out to 13s, not so serious. And, uh, guys, I just think, why not, right? This is a move that would make this offense have one more true weapon. And if you don't end up trading Gabe Davis, let me just point this out. You would have Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir, okay, And Dawson Knox, you're talking about six legitimate points to attack anybody on... offense right I really think that that would be such a move that could put us over the top I don't care if we've been able to find that consistency yet with Ken Dorsey you have yourself another weapon to where you got to be able to find it like there's no excuse at this point for the talent that we already have on offense and and what we could acquire in DeAndre Hopkins because let's not act like we haven't seen Bill's Mafia him have one of the most insane catches ever that fucking stupid Hail Mary in Arizona right but it is true. He's one of the best talents in the NFL, and he has been since he's coming to this football league. And since he has played with, you know, different quarterbacks, he has always been consistently great. So him coming to play with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and the other weapons that I just mentioned with James Cook, Damian Harris, and Naheem Hines. And if we continue to bolster that offensive line, right, that's all I'm saying, Bill's Mafia. And by the way, here's another comment coming from Roy. He said, I learned that many times, not to get my hopes up too high. Yeah, but we've seen splashes before. First it was Antonio Brown, and then it wasn't Antonio Brown, right? And then shortly after it was Stephon Diggs. And we're talking a first-round pick for Stephon Diggs back then. And, you know, different situation, uh, different market at that time. But I think right now the Buffalo Bills are very much in the hunt for DeAndre Hopkins and Bills Mafia. There's got to be some truth to it. So let's keep it going. Oh, excuse me. We're live here on the sit down on the Built to Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter here presented by Duff's Famous Wings, hosted by myself, the Buffalo Sauce God, on Twitter, at Buffalo Sauce God, and the audio version and video version of this podcast will be available tomorrow morning. You'll see coming across a clip coming from this show, usually getting saucy, which is sponsored by Duff's, and that'll have that link to the audio and video version of this podcast. And if you guys have not already done so, give us a like on Facebook, Follow us. Hit us on Twitter with a follow as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us on Instagram. Hit us with a like or follow, whatever the heck it is, for TikTok. All that and much more because we've got consistent Bills content coming nonstop, especially during free agency, and especially as rumors are heating up and circulating and circling the wagons around the Buffalo Bills. So let's keep going, guys. We've got our next one here. Will defensive tackle Ed Oliver be traded before the season? Whoo, Sheesh, right? Now, I believe it was Dave Myers of built in Buffalo that broke it down very well. You look at his production, it doesn't warrant what he would get for the final year of his rookie deal, right? Because this would be the fifth, I, I believe, yeah, fifth year, yeah, 2019, 2020, 2021. Yeah, this would be the fifth year of his rookie deal, um, and I believe that would be a fully guaranteed $10 million, something like that. So I do expect him to possibly be traded, um, and I could see that coming via DeAndre Hopkins kind of because of you know it clears up similar amounts of money. It financially kind of makes sense. It's not like Ed Oliver can't be good somewhere else. It's not like he wasn't good with us. But was he great? Was he enough? Was he exactly what we drafted him to be? You know, top 20 pick in the NFL, you've got to be a difference maker game in and game out is what I would expect. Especially if you're going defensive tackle and you're being compared to guys like Aaron Donald when you're coming out of the draft. And other than the safety that he had this year, was Ed Oliver really that big of a difference maker? Did he close out games? Did he shut it down? Inconsistently he did. Okay? So I'm not going to take away credit, but I'm not going to give credit where it's not due. And I don't think that Ed Oliver has warranted, you know, to be extended and be a focal part of this defense going forward because It is expensive to retain guys like him that want top-tier money. We just lost Tremaine Edmonds. You see why. He got 18 mil a year. Okay, that's a lot of freaking money, especially when the salary cap, we're already tight as is. We had to restructure contracts of our three biggest players, Josh Allen, Vaughn Miller, and Stephon Diggs, right? So Ed Oliver is he gonna be with the Buffalo Bills? I don't think he will be. I don't know who he gets traded to. I don't know when it happens, but I do think that Brandon Bean is. It's it's March, like I said, guys. March twenty fifth. We've been in the new league here for ten days. There's a lot of things that are going on, you know. As as. As the like, For instance, as the Bills are checking in about DeAndre Hopkins, they're also checking in about Odell Beckham Jr. for a possible replacement. So it looks like they're just trying to go after a true number two receiver to pair with Stephon Diggs, right? But that doesn't necessarily happen within 10 days of the new league year. So we've got to be patient. We've got to expect that Brandon Bean has got a plan. And, and we've always known to trust the process. Have we not, Bills Mafia? Yes, we have. Sean McDermott says it all the time, and so does Brandon. It is a part of the process. I don't know who's going to pick him up. It's not like his contract is unattractive. It's just unattractive for our situation and for what we're trying to do going forward, especially if we're going to add another superstar talent with a big contract like DeAndre Hopkins, right? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that Oliver isn't great, and I'm not saying that he isn't good. I'm just saying he doesn't want the contract in remaining year for what we need right now. So I definitely expect the Bills to find a way to move on from him. And that's all I got to really say about that. But let's take in some comments again. Ed Oliver, being a top 10 pick, shouldn't need above average players around him to make him better. A fucking man, Roy. And once Vaughn went down, Oliver's play declined. Now, I'll tell you whose play did not decline. It didn't necessarily improve, but Greg Rousseau was showing signs of him being a weapon, right? And that's what we wanted to see at, out of at, out Ed Oliver. So Roy, I like that you say this because it is so true. Being a top 10 pick, you've got to elevate the guys next to you. They're not supposed to elevate you. Especially, like I said, when you're compared to Aaron Donald, <laughs> you should be elevating everybody around you. And if you're going to be that... If he was as good as he should have been guys, we would have probably been working for a contract extension rather than talking about the idea of him being traded. So again, um you know, no disrespect to Oliver. I have nothing but respect for him. I just we need something more. We need we need more and we that's to stop the right thing for our situation and it doesn't currently coincide with the Bills needs. Let's talk about our next one here, but if you guys have not already done so, hit that like and share your live here in the sit-down presented by Dove's Famous Wings here on the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And if you're not doing so, follow us, like us, subscribe, and all the above. Get into those comments right now because we're vibing, we're rocking, and we're rolling. Go Bills as always. Bills Mafia, keep those comments flowing. We're going to talk about the next one. Another rumor. With Bobby Wagner still being a free agent and the Bills losing Tremaine Edmonds, would you sign him? Now, mind you, Bills Mafia, he is getting older. The guy has a lot of miles. We just had a youthful guy, right, but he got 18 million a year to play for Chicago. Will he sign with the Bills? Now, this is a good one. Middle linebacker is definitely a need for the Bills. In fact, it's a, it's a hole. It is a hole that we've got to fill. Now, we don't have a traditional defense in that we usually are playing like a two linebacker set sometimes with a third guy out there right but we're always thinking Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds so Bobby Wagner and Tremaine Edmonds I like it I think that Bobby Wagner I would sign him if it's going to be on a veterans minimum I'm definitely signing him I'm told that his interest is currently in the Buffalo Bills and Seattle, and maybe the Jets. Now, I can understand the Jets because they are a defensive-minded head coach in Robert Sala, had a ton of success in his first couple years, you know, and we're seeing the things in New Jersey turn around. I can see why the Seattle Seahawks make sense because it looks like they're turning their things around as well with Geno Smith now at the helm of quarterback and the way that they're able to start building off of kind of rebuilding and, you know, something similar to the Ravens, how they don't technically always rebuild, but they find a way to stay competitive. The Seattle Seahawks are again, becoming attracted to Bobby Wagner because he did start his career and he did play most of his career there until last, last season, obviously um, starting his next chapter with his one season with the Rams. It doesn't look like he'll be returning to the Rams um, visible said he just resigned with Seattle on a one year deal is uh is there is yep that's according to Ian Rappaport um okay so we have breaking news here live uh, breaking news live here on the Built of Buffalo network here in the sit down Breaking news, Bobby Wagner is said to be, and this is uh, just tweeted out by Ian Rappaport on Twitter of NFL Network. It looks like Bobby Wagner has signed back with the Seattle Seahawks on a one-year for $7 million deal. Um, And this is according to, yep, and and Bobby Wagner just officially texted uh, Ian Rappaport saying he's back in Seattle. So this is a conversation that it looks like we do not need to have. Bills Mafia. Breaking news, live here on the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter in this sit-down. We have breaking news that Bobby Wagner, will he sign with the Bills? The answer is no. He just re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks, returning to a familiar face where it looks like he's going to sign for a one-year $7 million deal. Now, Bills Mafia, let's talk about this. $7 mil a year. I don't think that that's the veteran's minimum. I think Seattle maybe offered him a little bit more money than we did. There we go. Roy just said it. I wouldn't have given him seven million a year. No, nope, me neither. I'm looking more at that three and a half, four million a year ballpark. You know what I'm saying, Roy? And that's probably what got him to sign with Seattle. Is I could see that they offered him probably another three mil or something like that. And hey, why not go to where you already have familiarity? You're getting a little bit more money. And it ain't like he can't take a shot somewhere else in the following season, should he want to play after one season, right? But Bobby Wagner it is breaking news, has re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks on a one-year, $7 million deal to return back to Seattle after a one-year stint with the L.A. Rams. So this is a hole that has still got to be filled by the Bills, and it looks like we're going to have to either look in the draft or is there anybody else in free agency, Bills Mafia, that you might be looking at? Mmm. Invisible. Visible. I'd rather ja- draft Jack Campbell at linebacker. Okay, so we got we got a prospect that we got to look into, Bill's Mafia, Jack Campbell. Visible brought the breaking news, and so Visible is going to say rather draft Jack Campbell. I'm going to take a look at Jack Campbell, and I'm going to think that Jack Campbell is going to be a damn good linebacker. And Visible, if you're right, I'm going to have to buy you wings sometime in fucking dust, my friend. Let me tell you. All right, let's talk about our next subject here, guys. But if you haven't already done so, hit that like and share button. We're live here in the sit-down on Built in Buffalo Network. Mm. I am the sauce god. This is presented by Duff's Famous Wings. Calais Campbell has said to me, with the Bills and Jets Will we sign him. Bills Mafia. Again, if it's going to be for a veteran's minimum, you got to remember that if it's coming down to us and the Jets, the Jets have got to keep their money freed up should they make this trade for Aaron Rodgers and sign anybody else that was on Aaron Rodgers' potential free agents that or teammates that he wanted to see be a part of that roster, right? So we very much could be in the market for this. This is confirmed. He is set to meet with the Bills. I'm not sure when it is or what day it is, but he is set to meet with us and the Jets. I think that there is a good chance that we sign him, especially if we're going to see at Oliver depart. I think that these are all things that have got to come into play one piece at a time. Should we trade at Oliver? Should we trade um, at Oliver in exchange for DeAndre Hopkins and that kind of stuff? Then I could see uh, Calais Campbell being here on a one-year deal to come back. The guy's a six-time Pro Bowler. Um, Dude was an absolute stud over there in Baltimore. So I could see Calais Campbell definitely liking the uh, idea of coming over here and being a part of this Bills defense, which will have a healthy Vaughn Miller at some point in the next season. Oh, look at this! By the way, six foot five, two hundred forty pound Jack Campbell, and that's the 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 draft draft prospect that we're talking about. Um, and that Visible said we need to see drafted in the upcoming draft, and he loves the size, six foot five. It reminds me a lot of Tremaine Edmonds. By the way, we should say, uh, we should because ninety one won't be here long term. Says Juan in regards to signing Calais Campbell, I like that, and we should sign him asap. I definitely agree. And Chris of 716 says, Jack Ham was slow but nice. I'll tell you what, Tremaine Emmons was fast, but fast wasn't always the best thing. Tremaine Emmons could over-pursue. He could underpursue. Sometimes he wasn't exactly the best pursuit tackler that I've ever seen, and that's what I really, really want, and I think the Bills' defense needs is a true anchor at that linebacker position to be a great pursuit tackler. Drew Sanders, linebacker, is 6'5 as well. Jack Campbell picked 27, another year, first-round defense. Okay. So I like what you guys are saying out there here in the sit-down. I like exactly, you know, that you guys have some guys to take a look at. We're going to have to take a look at Jack, Jack Campbell and Drew Sanders. Now, Visible, I'm curious, will Will Drew Sanders be available first round at 27 or second round? You tell me. You guys keep me going here. I like that I'm learning a little bit. But we are discussing right now, Calais Campbell being set to meet with the Buffalo Bills as well as the New Jersey Jets. And will we sign him? I think that we sign him. I think that that kind of deal gets done in the next week. Maybe the next three days. I don't know. I'm waiting for a splash, right? I'm waiting for like an absolute just jump on in. Brandon Bean, give us a splash, right? Let's get saucy and just splash. I expect that deal to kind of get done here at some point. But let's talk about this one. Guard uh, Daniel Edwards signs to the Buffalo Bills on a one-year deal. Good signing? Yeah, It's a good signing. You know, it's a one-year deal, not incredibly expensive. We're continuing to try to bolster up that offensive line. He did play with the LA Rams. He was a Super Bowl champion with them. The only question is his health. You know, will he play? Will he start all 17 games? That's the only question about uh, anything with Daniel Edwards right now is his consistency and if he'll be on the football field, right? At 38 years old, Calais should be relatively cheap. I agree. He is. Damn, he's 38, huh? And, yes, but I'm hoping Buffalo can grab him in the second round. And as far as Drew Sanders, I like that very much. Visible. Appreciate that. And if you guys are out there watching and have not already done so, hit that comment button and join in here with the sit-down as we are discussing current bills, free agent rumors, and signings, and much, much more here in the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. This is, of course, presented by Duff's Famous Wings. Don't forget the Built-in Buffalo is also in partnership with Wester, Ticket IQ, Picasso's Pizza, and PLB Sports, as well as Underdog Fantasy. And we've got live podcasts, live shows, live content, and up-to-date news for the Buffalo Bills during free agency and much, much more. And here's another comment, too, before we move on to our next one. And also, Campbell is a vet that can continue the growth of young studs as well as the Vaughn and great signing as far as Edwards. I like that very much. Thank you very much. Now, what do these free agency moves mean for the draft? Well, you guys have been answering it. it. looks like we're going to have to draft a linebacker. Possibly. I think that signing Damian Harris kind of takes away less need for a running back. And I know a lot of people out there are looking at Bijan Robinson, and then it makes sense for us to use a first round pick at 27. I know that it's not a high pick, but it is a first round pick and we've got to make the best use of it. So, Maybe this takes away the need to go after a guy like Bijan Robinson, and maybe we can take a look at guys like Drew Sanders or Jack Campbell or whoever the hell, right? But the one position that we probably won't see fall very far to number 27 in the first round is probably a really stud offensive tackle, right? So linebacker could be very possible. Running back could be very possible. I don't think that we're looking at draft receiver in the first round. I think maybe we're looking at third, fourth round for that position especially if we go and get D-hop. I don't even know if we'll draft much uh, at the receiver position, but you never know with the Buffalo Bills. So we're going to move on to our next subject here. And momentarily, I'm going to take the last couple of comments. What position do you think the Bills will take in the first round? I think linebacker, receiver, defense, and most likely. If we go defensive end again in the first round, I'm going to tell you what, three straight years of our first, you know, whatever pick. I know we go h and up S, and then we go we go we go Greg Rousseau and then Boogie Basham in the second round of that draft. We better not be going defensive end in the first draft or uh, the first round of this draft. I think that linebacker is very possible. I don't think receiver necessarily. I think if we were going to really use our first round pick it's going to be something either either linebacker running back or I'm going to think offensive lineman somewhere, right? Edwards at worst is a quality backup guard at a reasonable price and then that's exactly what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. Add some depth. Bolster up. Look, unless we can go get Bijan, I say fall back and go for depth. And that's another thing Ron just brought up, and that's a good point to BB Buffalo. We could trade back. That's something the Bills have done before. We've traded up. I don't know if we're going to necessarily have the capital or the means to trade up in this draft. So I could see us trying to fall back a little bit in the draft. In fact, that is something I could very much see Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean trying to go and after, you know, trying to add depth with more draft picks. So I like that possibility a lot more than I like drafting possibly a running back or like I said, a receiver or something like that. But let's move on to our next segment here. Bada bing, bada boom, the good things that we've seen from the bills NFL in the world of sports. The the good thing that I saw this week guys was the world baseball classic was really incredible to watch. And wow, you got Shohei Otani pitching against Mike Trout, And he strikes him out. And I know that USA didn't win, and it's okay. But it was great for the world of baseball and great for the world of sports. So let's go ahead real fast. Let's give a little little shout-out to the World Baseball Classic, boom. I love the world of sports, and I love what I'm seeing out of the World Baseball Classic, which is set to come back in 2026 as well. Let's move on to our next one. Forget about it. The ugly scene ugly things that we have seen in the world of sports. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. The Sabres are giving up seven goals at home. Non fucking stop. What is going on over there at Key Bank Center? They got a concert tonight. They got seven goals this night. What's like, what the f is going on over there at Key Bank Center? That's got me absolutely saying, forget about it, right? We got young prospects playing for the Sabres. We got a lot of great up-and-coming talent. We just need some fucking goalkeeping, and we need some damn defense. So let's go and find it, Buffalo Sabres. That's got me saying, forget about it. All right, let's move on to our final segment here before we get you out of here. Here on the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, this is presented by Duff's Famous Wings. It's a little segment I like All Getting Saucy. You want to tell me something, we're going to have to go out there and fucking make a splash, damn it, right? Because I'll tell you why. Brandon Bean knows this Buffalo Bills offense needs one piece, and that's hop, 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 hopping in. Happy Easter, DeAndre Hopkins. Come on and hop into the Easter basket of this Buffalo Bills offense. It's got Josh Allen, top five QB, undisputed. Stephon Diggs, top five receiver, undisputed. And now led by James Cook, at receiver. Oh, sorry, at running back, that's how fired up I am. And then you got Damian Harris coming in on a one-year deal. You got Naheem Hyatt's restructuring a state. of Bill, you've got yourself the op. Opportunity for greatness. You go and add a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Bean, I'll tell you what, that's going to make this offense get real saucy, baby. Of course, that is me getting saucy, the Buffalo Sauce Scout, on Twitter, at Buffalo Sauce Scout, here in the sit-down every week on Saturday nights, for the time being at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, the audio version of this podcast will be available tomorrow morning, March 26th, as well as the video version of this podcast. This is The Sit-Down, presented by Duff's Famous Wings, presented by Underdog Fantasy, PLB Sports, Ticket IQ, and West Her as well for the Built-In Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. This is The Sit-Down, and I am your host every Saturday night, the Buffalo Sauce God on Twitter, at Buffalo Sauce God. As always, join me here next week, and go Bills.